Hello, and welcome to the Writers and Illustrators of the Future podcast. This is John Goodwin, your host. This podcast is dedicated to the aspiring writer and artist, and will provide inspiration and tips from top professionals in the field. If you've been listening to this podcast or are new to it, I thank you very much. I would also appreciate if you took a moment to follow it on whatever platform you use to listen to your podcasts. I would also like to mention that we have just released Elrond Hubbard Presents Writers of the Future, Volume 39, containing 12 incredibly talented authors and 12 brilliant illustrators, selected by some of your favorite names in science fiction and fantasy. I urge you to get your copy in the U.S. at Barnes & Noble, Books a Million, or your favorite independent bookstore. In Canada, you can find them at Indigo, Chapters, or your favorite indie bookstore. In the U.K., visit Waterstones and Indies. In South Africa, visit Bargain Books, Exclusive Books, and Indies. In Australia, please visit Dymox. And you can go to Amazon.com plus the country code for anywhere around in the world. While I consider each of my episodes special, I think you'll have to agree that this one is especially near and dear to my heart. This guest has been a friend for many years and is one of the loveliest ladies I know, Lydia Van Vogt, German translator for General Eisenhower in Germany in World War II, who then granted her U.S. citizenship once he became president, a Chanel model, the widow of golden age of science fiction author A.E. Van Vogt, and she has just turned 96. For those of you unfamiliar with A.E. Van Vogt, called Van by his friends, he was one of the great science fiction authors who helped usher in science fiction's golden age, along with L. Ron Hubbard, Robert A. Heinlein, Jack Williamson, Isaac Asimov, and others. Van was the author of Slan in 1940, and his Weapons Shops books, The Weapons Shops of Isher in 1942, and The Weapon Makers in 1943, of which he is best remembered. I have also invited Lydia's daughter, Marlene Piper, to participate in this podcast. I think that between the two of them, you're in for an amazing story of an amazing woman. Welcome, Lydia and Marlene. (laughs) Thank you. Hello, John. (laughs) Hello, John. Thank you, John. You're welcome. So what I wanted to do was to just cover various, just have a talk with you about various facets of your life. And at 96, you've got like just a whole lot of memories there that most of them are there, but some aren't, and we've got Marlene to help as um. needed to, uh, <laughs> to fill in the blanks for you. Okay. So to begin with, tell me a little bit about your, your own history, like where you were born and where you grew up, what it was like then. Oh, yeah. Well, I was born in Crimea. I was born in uh, Russia, Crimea, where it's right on the sea. The city. It's a beautiful city. And I don't know how long I lived there, but then we moved to Simferopol, uh, which is what? In Russia? Yeah, in Russia, Simferopol city. And we lived there for many years. During the war, so we. We're talking about World War II right now. We were, yeah, World War II, and then we moved to. We ran to. The bombs were falling, everything was a war. And we ran to to Germany, Munich, Germany. Yeah, yeah. No, first was. Is not Austria? Yeah, I think you, I think you said, yeah. Austria, too. We were there, there, and then Munich, Germany. 
And I don't know where we went from Munich to America. I think mm-hmm. we come yeah, on a ship. I think we traveled a long time, yeah. 12 days? Yeah, 12. Yeah. 12 days on a ship. So it's, it was a long, long drive, and many people were sick, so seasick. I was okay. Captain gave me the pill. Right. <laughs> so seasick pill. I help others. Yeah. So, so now back in when you were there in, in Europe, so you said you spoke five languages. Oh, yes. So I translate. I work in court and translate German, Russian, French, Polish. I don't know what else. And that was here in America that you, tra- you were in tra- the courts. In the, yeah, I translate in here in America, too, mm-hmm. in a courthouse. But now in, in, um, in Europe, because you met General Eisenhower. Oh, yes. But you were, how did you meet him? Uh, to translate, you know, Eisenhower need translator, and uh, he called the courthouse, and courthouse recommended me, and I become his translator, and uh, driving his jeep. I never drove in jeep, open jeep. <laughs> My hair was flowing, but I drove <laughs> and translate for him in Dachau camp, in the city in a court. I translate for him for a year. So that's how I right, met, so met Eisenhower. I get it. And then, because he was the head of, of all the Allied forces oh, in yes. World War II. Yeah, he was general. I yeah. Think. yeah. He was, yeah, he was, the, he was the main, the top general. So now he had you, you traveled all throughout Germany with him at the end of the war? Yeah, for a while. Yeah. So I, what was it like? Because you went to... Dachau camp. We, tra- we went to working camps. You know, all the, I translate for him. He didn't speak German. So, and, uh, and those camps, they had Russians, Polish, Germans, French. They had all nationalities. So I translate there two or three nationalities. So so he was very happy that I was his translator. Sure. What was what was it like when you went to um, Dachau? What was it like when you went to Dachau? Oh my dear, Dachau camp, it was so sad. People were the people who worked there and swept the floors and stuff. But there was a cave there where they were all killed, you know, they rally, uh, lined them all up and automatically killed them and they went to those caves. So they kill all the Jews and uh, other nationality too, Russians, Polish, whatever. So they were there. So they, that was horrible to see that. So they, they lined them up like on the top of the caves and then automatic, and they all fall down dead there. So it was, so they told us that when we went there. <clears throat> so and so the, then Eisenhower was there, and then he immediately turned around or he something? He saw all that, and uh, that was all covered already. They covered them all up. So, but we saw that Dachau camp, and oh, it was horrible. So even uh, even Eisenhower, he, he kind of had a little tears in his eyes. So to see that, so me too, uh, scary. I get it. War. So then when that finished, 
when war finished, then then you came to the United States. I came to America. Right after that? Uh, no, a little while. No, I had to wait a year. They had uh, what you call the immigration, mm-hmm. immigr- immigrants to line up, you see, and I had to wait a year before I come to America. But I, I eventually my time came and I come. And you told me that uh, that when General Eisenhower became President Eisenhower, yeah, he helped you. Oh, yeah. He helped me get a citizen. He helped me uh, to get us the place. Oh, wonderful. He, he, he kept seeing that I'm okay. Yeah, so he was good. I thought, oh, thank God, help him. <laughs> so, so I think he's gone now. Yes. Yeah, he's he died. So, but I, I had he had help, help me. Yeah. Did you see him after? And you know, as when he was president, did you see him? Yes, yes, I met him then. I come congratulate. There was some kind of occasion. I congratulate him, and he was so happy to see me. Yeah. So on the one occasion, I saw him after, so personally. Yeah. yeah. But otherwise, I see him on television. <laughs> so. Yeah. He was, yeah, he was good, and it was wonderful. Mm. Good. And then after that, because I'm just, I'm just covering highlights that I know about you. So you became a fashion model. Oh, yeah, that store hired me. Which store? Yeah, the store, the, uh, what Saks, do you call the Messi? Or, Saks, yeah, I think Saks, yeah. Yeah. Oh, so, yeah, I went out shopping. There and they saw me and they hired me to be their model, yeah, because I was so thin, and so there I modeled long dresses, short dresses, yeah, yeah, yeah. So they they hired me there by shopping there. That's how I was hired to be a model, and they taught me how to do walk, you know. They trained me how to walk on a stage, and so and I walk there. <laughs> So with long dress, short dress, beautiful suits, uh, the um, Chanel, Chanel yeah. designer, I model his suit, beautiful suits. They cost like thousand dollars. So and uh, but I fit in them so per size two. <laughs> yeah. So I fit so beautiful. Everybody was uh, looking, and the rich women there they went buy the dresses. So they sold many dresses after I modeled them. <laughs> so that was beautiful dress. So I modeled. That's probably how you ended up wearing Chanel number no. five. I realized now. Well, Chanel number no. five. You've been wearing that cologne. Oh for yeah, all those years. yeah, yeah. They uh, <laughs> they gave me much. the present Chanel number no. yeah. five, and I put it on, and everybody smelled me. <laughs> she smelled me. I wear. I still have Chanel number no. five cologne perfume. I wear that in the morning a little bit. Yeah, because smells quite a strong. Yeah, it is. So, so you want to smell Chanel number no. five? Smell me. <laughs> I have to advertise. <laughs> I have to get you in the Chanel again. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Store has smelled me. You know, they yes. knew I was a model. So, so. the couple ladies will used to want to buy that Chanel number no. five. They sold many of yeah. that perfume. <laughs> so then, so there you were living in New York. 
Yeah. At that time? Oh, yes. You're in the, near New York, you know, Syracuse, New York. Okay. Not New York, but Syracuse, close to mm -hmm. New York. We had their house. Yeah, so... Huh? When you came over on the ship... Oh, yeah. They were uh, sponsored by a, a Presbyterian church. A church, and that's how in we Syracuse. got yeah. to the Syracuse, New York. There was a Protestant church. Even I was not Protestant, but we were sponsored by a Protestant church. Not a Catholic. I am Catholic, but a Protestant church sponsored us. I Catholic churches didn't sponsor so we would have we got a house, so we were a nice place there. Well that was no that but that was with grandma and grandpa. Remember, and then you met dad. Yeah. Uh and and then you moved. So so you met Van um in New York? Yeah. Yeah, well no no California. We're, in California. Calif yeah. Oh yeah, here we went, met Van. So you met him because he was he was very famous already as a as an off science fiction writer. The writer, yeah. I don't know how how I met him, Marlene. Through dad. Through dad? Mm-hmm. Oh. Mm-hmm. So well, you were married, you had one husband and then you had then you married Van. So Van, you, yeah, yeah. Well my first husband died, is it? I wonder not happen. Or we did No, you split up. It, well, I mean, yeah, that was Yeah, we that. Divorced. He was as good as dead. Yeah, right. that's <laughs> My first husband was gone, and I married Van then. You were a single mom and then raised? Two children. Raised two I, raised, I was alone after, and I raised two children by him. Yeah? Yeah. 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 Two, you and Greg, my son. Okay. So, yeah, I raised two children by myself, and I work. What I did, Valin? You were translating. I was translating court, in court. court. Yeah, and I raised them, too. So and I had no husband. So by my modeling too. too. I model too. too. I yeah. part time at the store. I make a little money. So, but no, I had a hard time. My mother, think your father helped me. Bit, yeah. They used to send me little money. I I, I was short. Yeah. And uh, and money didn't didn't make enough on uh, translating. <clears throat> So, because it's not full time, right? You know, part time. So, how did you end up meeting Van then? How did you meet A.E. Van Vogt? Yeah, but how did they meet Van? Well, I guess you said you met him with uh, with Van because Van was doing some Dianetics counseling, and uh, that's how where you met because Dad was interested in that. Oh, oh, yeah, into the counseling, and that's how you met Van. Oh, where, where, uh, yeah. Mm -hmm. Here in Hollywood, yeah. In Hollywood, Dianetics, what I was... What? Yeah, because Van was doing Dianetics counseling. Yeah. And Dad, we were in New York when you got married, and then Dad wanted to um, come out and uh, meet Oh, Van. yeah. He yeah. Won, uh, he wanted to have a counseling. He met him, didn't he? Yeah, and then you did, and then you became friends all yeah, way friends, back. Yeah. And then we may got married, okay. so life strange. <laughs> Life strange. You meet somebody, and there you are. Yeah, because you you um You've, you married him in 1979, uh -huh. and you were married to him until his he passed in 2000. 2000, yeah, 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 yeah. He passed, yeah, he passed away 2000. That I remember, yeah. So I he got Alzheimer's. Yeah, he did. How long were you dating him before you got married in 1979? No, no day too long, six months, and then he proposed right away. 
So we got You me. knew a good thing when he had it. Pardon me? He knew a good thing oh, when yeah. he had it. <laughs> he proposed. He, he won, didn't want to go along, so he proposed right away, and I was alone, so I married. He was uh, single that time, so I married, and uh, he was a good husband. Yeah, real not good. To me, he took care, and, you know, but when did he take care of you, correct? Help? Well, no, I mean... Um, we remember you knew Van yeah. for a very long time, so well, yeah. he was in our life, you know, just kind of checking and seeing we were all okay. And oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. he was always, you know, he's kind of always there. Always and, uh, checking on me and then yeah. proposed to me and we got That's married, right. yeah. yeah. Oh, so were you still home when, when they got married or were you out of the home night? No, the- I, mom and I had, uh, I actually, mom and I were kind of living together for a little while. She actually moved out on me to get married. I was, I was still single. <laughs> oh yeah, at, time, at that time. I got um, married before yeah. she. <laughs> so she um, got my house. Uh, so and you. Yeah, we lived in a. You were there nice apartment in for, a while. Yeah, for a while. Yeah, life is strange, kind of. Got things yeah. happens. Yeah, but it was good. Yeah. Good. So then, um, what were some of the? What are some of your? Best memories of Van? Of Van? Yeah. Well, first thing, he was a good husband, good writer, and very, very good, crazy about me. He liked me. He loved me, you know, so I couldn't complain anything. I didn't love him the way... I love my first marriage, you know, so, but I like him, you know, he was very nice, but he was sort of more to himself, you know, so, but he, he worshipped me, so I couldn't complain, so go, <laughs> couldn't nice complain, <laughs> he, he liked me, <laughs> I couldn't complain, <laughs> He will do anything for me, you know. So it's funny, kind of, colors. somebody like you that much. <clears throat> so, but uh, I like him. I like him. But I mean, I didn't. I was not in, you know, in love like first time. I yeah. was in love, but I like him. Is uh, is the best friend. Uh, yeah. That's what okay. I would put it on. <clears throat> so any any um, like. Fun stories of, of being with him or being with him and other science fiction conventions? Oh, yeah, we went to convention. So he, he didn't used to go, but I put, I took him. So I said, we're going to convention, and he was mentioned big. So so he after he came there, he was happy, but he didn't want to go. You know, I don't know, he didn't like conventions because, you know, all the people want him autograph his books and stuff, and I said, that's good. So we sat there, and he had a graph, so, but he didn't want to go there, So, but he went. I'm, I push. I went. I want to go. So, and he then yeah, went, he yeah, yeah. We, we've been to conventions, to all of them, so, because I like convention. People all want him at the graph, and we were there in the center, so, and he, I don't know, he didn't like that, you know, yeah. he didn't like too much attention. Yeah. So, but he, we got attention and he signed the books. So it mm-hmm. was good. Now so, he wrote, he's very famous, uh, Van, for 
mostly two books, Slan oh, and... Yeah. Um, Slan and uh, Warum Nale. Mm -hmm. that's, that's another big one. Very popular in, in Europe and France. Uh, but Slan and... Jeez, what other book? Yeah, no, like Weapon Shops of Isher. Weapon um, Shop of Isher, Herod of oh. Dale. The World of Null A. The World of Null A. Yeah, War yeah. Against. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He wrote so, so many books. I so think. many books, Over 50 yeah. Books he or was so. a good writer. He yeah. used to write till 2 o'clock at night and uh, wake me up because he forgets sometimes some things. So I remind him <laughs> his memory was going, uh, and I had to remind him to finish it, the book. Mm -hmm. So, and I know what he was writing. So he used to wake up to remember Van would created that system. He'd wake himself up in the middle of the night. Oh yeah, and yeah. would get ideas. And I think he you would know wake he had to uh, wake up at midnight, not midnight, two o'clock at night or three, and idea comes to him, and then he write the book. So it was strange writer. It was a system that he created. Yeah, yeah. Was a system <laughs> yeah. that he worked on actually yeah. to create some of his uh, write some of his stories. Oh, yeah, yeah. 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 He had a special um, uh, memory, special ideas, so it was good, good. But uh, he, it was 2, 3 o'clock at night. Mm -hmm. He wake up. And then um, when you went to these conventions, so what was it like with, were there a lot of fans there that would? Oh, my God. Everybody come with books for him to sign. <laughs> I said, yeah, I sat with him there, and he would, you know, he would sign his name and mine. He would never sign just his name. He's in mine. So his was first name, and then he wrote my name. And so everybody know Lydia. You know, they, <laughs> me. And so because he put Lydia and both, so it uh, it was nice, nice. That's we were true. very welcome because he was welcome, and I was welcome too. They like me, so the, his fans and his writers. So the writer came there too, different writers. Right, right. Know? So did you? Did they fly? Did they? take you to other countries as well, or is it just the United States? No, I took him to other countries. He wouldn't go. So, but I went, I took him to Germany, I think. So He went to Italy. I remember and it, they, uh, for one of the books, or uh, Luigi or something, I think. Yeah. They, remember you had that big Italian, you said all the big dinners they would invite you to with the five courses. Or <laughs> oh, yeah, <laughs> yeah, dinner, five courses. The dinner we were, we could. I said, well, they bring one course, second course. <laughs> so I was pushing to other people, you know, I cannot eat five courses. And the, the Italians are strange, you know. So it's the, so anyhow, I pushed them all up, but I ate one, cor one course, but it was five. So, and people, you know, people was eating. They didn't finish it, but they were nibbling on each course. So I nibble on one, and that's it. <laughs> so, oh, Italian, you know, spaghetti, ravioli, lasagna, all that heavy stuff they gave you. But good food, good yeah. food. I ate little, little, no. So, but they, they treat wonderful us. Mm. 
So it was good. So you went then to other countries as well as the United States. Oh, yeah. Yeah. And then um, were you there when Van was made a grandmaster of science fiction? Yeah. What was that? What was that event like? Oh my dear, the fans was all from all over, so he was big shot. <laughs> I bought autograph and all his book. They brought up his books, and he was autograph and oh my. We sat for two hours one time, and there were lines on the street, so to him for him to sign. That's the, they were crazy people about his books, so they like it. So well, anyhow. We did it. <laughs> that's good. That's good. We did it. Now, one thing we've not discussed is you recently had a birthday. You what? You recently had a birthday. Oh, yeah. I was 96. <laughs> that's a big birthday. I didn't want that birthday. <laughs> 96. We had a nice time. I don't, yeah, yeah. I don't feel like it, but um, it's okay. Yeah, you're still walking and... Yeah, I'm still walking and driving even. I don't drive anymore at night, so, but I can drive at daytime. And uh, I walk. I, I'm okay, 96. Yeah. Four more years, I'll be under. I don't know if I live to 100, but it's 96 is pretty good. Pretty good. It's a good run you got going on there. We're going to have a celebration of your life party coming up pretty soon. She's making the life party 96. (laughs) (laughs) It's okay. I celebrate. Absolutely. In the dance floor. It's okay. Yes. Now, one of the things that I was fascinated about was... um, Obviously, because I publish all the fiction works of L. Ron Hubbard, you actually had lunch with Ron Hubbard with Van yeah. at Musso and Frank's uh, some years ago. Yeah. Um, what can you tell me about having lunch with Ron Hubbard at Musso and Frank's? Musso Frank, yeah. We went to lunch. We had a wonderful visit, wonderful lunch, and we're so happy to meet him. I happy. Van yeah. already know him, but I didn't never met him before, so it was nice meeting. Oh, it was wonderful. He he looked good. Mm-hmm. He he paid for the for the for lunch, and uh, we we talk quite a bit. But I don't know now what we talk about. So, but uh, uh, you you told him that you spoke all the languages. Oh yeah, he loved that, but he didn't speak any. <laughs> he loved that I speak so many languages, and and uh, I told him, you know, Austria, where I was, stuff, and so he was fascinating with my languages, but he didn't speak any except English. Yeah. So uh, it was a wonderful meeting. Yeah, Good. nice guy, nice man. Yeah, nice. I like him. So, but that's we only met that one time. Sure, you know. Sure. So he was very, very nice, nice writer too. Huh? Yeah, absolutely, very nice writer. Yeah. Oh my, I'm tired. <laughs> I'm tired of remembering that stuff. You know, that's that good ma- for your memory. Makes me a little tired. Sure. Because you know, memory is uh, it, it comes, but you know, I, I am I, I couldn't believe I went through so much. 
I know, it's amazing. When That's I, why I wanted to talk to you. Yeah. When I, I, I'm amazed how we've gone through so much I stuff. Know. When I remember, you know, I, it makes me tired, you know, okay, because well, it's so much there. You yeah, know. there's a lot of stuff there. Yeah, in 96, you know, I live a long time. Yeah. I got lots of memories there. You do indeed. Half of stuff I forgot. Yeah, so. but we're going to talk about the half that you remember. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Renew the memory. Okay. <laughs> so now on, um, I think it was in 1996, I saw, I didn't, I didn't speak with you, but uh, Van received the uh, special award for six decades of science fiction on the Queen Mary um, from the um, uh, science fiction, I think it was Science Fiction Writers of America. Yeah, yeah. And um, he was there, he went up on stage and you were there. And um, do you remember anything about that event? Well, he, uh, no, he was, he did speak a little. And then he come down and was autographing. Oh, everybody was bringing his books yeah. and autographing stuff. But I don't know what he was saying. He's, yeah. he, he, he did speak about his writing. Yeah. Yeah, that's, that's. So now on, you've got all these, and you can help on this, Marlene, too. There's all these. Because there's several books that he wrote that are that are now been optioned for for movies or TV shows, and can you talk a little bit about that? Because people listening to this who don't know uh, A.E. Van Vogt would be very amazed to find out why he was a grandmaster of science fiction and why uh, stories like Slan were the top selling stories in in 1950, late 40s. Yeah, um, yeah. And so can you talk a little bit about that, Marlene, about these projects? Sure. Well, Slan, Slan has been an option with a, a gentleman from England for quite a while, so we're still hoping that yeah. something will come of that. And uh, I know in France um, they would like to uh, make a, a, either a movie or a series out of, uh, out of Null A, um, so because France has always been very interested in the general semantics idea yeah. um, that's presented in in null a so so that should be uh, coming up hopefully soon yeah. and um, yeah, yeah. and possibly other projects as well um, we have somebody that uh, may be interested in looking into some of the other books and possibly uh, doing some of yeah, that you cool. know maybe weapon shops of Isher possibly um, could be one of them yeah, and he had so many books yeah. computer world I mean there's so many uh, books that I think could be possible, uh, yeah, yeah. you know, future projects for film. It, and, will, right. yeah. it will happen, yeah. Yeah. It would happen, yeah. And Van is still with us. You can <laughs> oh, feel yeah. him with us, and he's he's always wanted to have, uh, you know, a movie made of, of one of his books, and so, so we, I know we, it's going to happen. This is a we'll make movie. good year. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> so but, now, Lydia, you helped Van on a language book? Yeah. Is there a book on language? A language program. Yeah, yeah. So what, program. Tell me about that. Can you tell a little bit about the language program, Mom, that Van had? Yeah, I forgot. Well, don't you remember? Well, I guess it was a, a program of, of helping people learn languages. Oh, oh, oh. And you, yeah. helped, to, you helped him translate. I had, yeah, I, I, I helped them how to translate the books and how to learn another language. I don't know how I taught them. 
How did I yeah, teach? Yeah, you just helped Ben, I think, develop the system, I believe. Yeah, Ben developed system, how they to learn other language, mm-hmm. easy way. So, and I was helping them with that. So, because they they couldn't do it yeah. <laughs> by themselves, so I have to help them how to do it. So, how to learn other language. So, because I spoke three or four, so uh, I know how to learn. So it, uh, so I, so they learn through me. Some of them, of course, right. not right. all of them. No, that's great on that. Yeah, yeah. So we did lots of stuff. Yeah, Ben was a wonderful, wonderful person. You know, he liked to help other people. You know, he helped the t- college kids how to start writing. They didn't know how to start, how to finish the book. So he taught them how to start the book and how to finish. So they came, uh, college students, high school students, and he he didn't charge. He just taught them how to do it. (laughs) I forget about that. Gavin has a system. Oh, yeah. It's it's uh, so many words. Oh, yeah. There's a system that he had. Eight, eight war, yeah, eight, system. Eight. Yeah, he had a system, mm-hmm. how to start the book, how to finish, and they, they learn that way, you see, because they didn't know how to right. start the book, how to finish. So they came to us, to many, many college students even, yeah, no, high school and college kids comes, and uh, and they learn that way. He know. He had a system. Uh-huh. I don't know how he got that system, but he done. He yes. did. It's <laughs> exciting to, to find that, and yeah. we can help new writers. Yeah, writers absolutely. Writers in the future, maybe. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Now, we see you every year at our Writers of the Future Awards event. Yeah, yeah. So you come every year with Marlene, your daughter. Yeah. So And this year, your granddaughter's coming, too. Yeah, yeah. So... Tell me about what you like about the writers of the future. My the dinner when we've been to the award ceremony. Yeah. Remember last year we sat with Kevin Anderson. Kevin the Anderson. Table and we... The table had the dinner with writers. Mm-hmm. It was not. It was beautiful, and uh, we walk around and everybody was. Hello, hello. You know, I met all the other writers. There were some other people that said, Yeah, hello writers to you. that I didn't know, I'd never yeah. met before. They, they, they knew me. Yeah, so Larry Niven was there. And Larry Niven. Oh, yeah. yeah. All sure. the big writers were there. Yeah. And so they were happy to see me. And they knew me because they saw me in the pictures. So yeah, they know, yeah. What was and you, John, and Emily were there too, and Mother was. What? Excited. You were excited to see John. John was excited to see you and John and Emily. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. yeah, we did. We'll be yeah. seeing them again this Friday. That's yeah. right. I know, yeah. She's busy. <laughs> yeah, that was good, good. Yeah, it's wonderful, right? Mm. So then for, in a, for someone that wants to be a writer, like is there any... Any advice that Van would? Do you remember him telling other people advice? Of he, yeah, he 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 used to tell them how to start yeah. the book and how to finish the book. He had advice. Right. Yeah, but I don't remember that. Sure, that's but, okay. But did he ever have a, like a policy? If you start a book, you've got to finish it, or 
Did he ever did he ever leave books unfinished? No, I have helped him to finish. Yeah, but all of his books got finished. Yeah, all book finished because of me. Yeah. But but because he started not finishing the yeah. book. So I come in and sometimes to two o'clock. So because I had to read the book mm-hmm. what he started and then figure out to finish it was him. He was helping me, but he didn't know how to finish. Right. So I finish. Good. So that was good. I learned how to write then. <laughs> I tell, because I had to figure out how to finish. So I had to read his books and, and then figure out how to finish it, you know, so because his memory was gone. Right. And yeah. I finished two or three books. So it's there. The books I forgot my name, so I have them at home. Right. <laughs> yeah. Right. But I have he put it my his name in my name, on his books right. that I finish, his books. Good. So I have three books, my name there. Yeah. So Good. I did finish half a book, you know, because he could he suddenly stopped, couldn't do it. So then I finish his his wow. ri- his writing was good. Yeah, yeah, definitely. Yeah. So now Marlene, as his daughter, what what's what's your what's your what's your memory or of of Van? Oh, he, he was a wonderful man. Since we really knew him for a long time, you know, he um, I don't know he, he was he was a very he was very quiet a very a quiet man, but you know a, a man of think a few words, but powerful words I think, and he he would kind of give advice if you know maybe. I needed advice on something in my life, you know. He would uh, he would offer that. He was a very positive, positive man, and wonderful things to say. Um, just very wonderful, generous. Um, yeah, I have nice. really good memories of him. Yeah, um, nice. We really miss him, and I. But I feel I really honestly feel that he's his spirit is still with us here, and I, mm-hmm. I feel him around the house, and mm-hmm. you know we're we're surrounded by all of his books and. You know, he was a good man. You his know, life he and, liked the kids. And, of course, mother there. Yeah, he was, uh, yeah, he was very good to us. And Yeah, the funny. He liked the boss, you and Greg. Yeah. He liked the children. Yeah. 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 So it was yeah. very wonderful to know him, you know. It was, uh, yeah. Yeah, Ben was Yeah, he gave me this book a long time ago about using your imagination or imagining yourself in different situations to kind of help your, you know, just your... To be positive and to be happy and mm-hmm. to be centered and I still have that book. Wow, it's that's a great. special book. Yeah, yeah, from years ago and uh, yeah, just very very good memories. Good memory. Yeah, and mom and they, yeah, they were good together and uh, we were, it was always yeah. nice getting together and we were good mom friends. and Van used to have little their little coffee clutches in the morning. You sit and have <laughs> coffee together and talk and. And when we come to visit, they'd have a little, yeah. little wine in the evening and little hors d'oeuvres, and you know, know, it was that old, that old time when people just kind of, you know, <laughs> get together and and we had friends over and yeah, it was a, they were good, good times. Yeah, good times. Yeah, <laughs> it was good, good person. Good. So, just last question then is a general wrap up thing. So, any other aspect about. Evan vote that I didn't ask. That say, yeah, you, sh- you didn't ask about blah. Something about Van that 
uh, just uh, a very giving man and didn't oh, yeah. expect anything in return. No, you know, no. I think he, just, he just you know, yeah, very, very generous. generous and giving yeah, of himself. Generous and generous right. to help, and, help others. Yeah. Um, very good. Yeah, that's the best man yeah, I have of my thinking. He was a good man. Yeah. Well, good. Okay. Well, okay. well, thank you very much, Ludi. It's been wonderful speaking with you. Oh, thank you. <laughs> thank you, John. Yeah. You too, Marlene. Yeah, thank you for the opportunity, John. It, yes. It's been, been waiting for an opportunity like this for quite a while. wanted to see yes. about, you know, mom's life and have other people sort of know a little bit more about it. So thank you very much. For You're welcome. Yes. yes. Yeah. Thanks. Yeah. And thank you for listening. Subscribe to the Writers of the Future podcast wherever you get your podcasts. We've also been syndicated on the United Public Radio Network, where you can find these podcasts as well. Writers of the Future series can be purchased wherever books are sold in the U.S., Canada, the U.K., Australia, and South Africa, and available everywhere via Amazon.com. We're especially appreciative of our sponsor, Carnation, for supporting this podcast. Carnation has been making delicious milk products for over a century and is still going strong. Writers and Illustrators of the Future are contests created by L. Ron Hubbard to provide a means for the aspiring writer and artist to be seen and acknowledged. It is free to enter and open to amateur short story writers and artists of science fiction or fantasy. Again, thank you very much, Lydia and Marlene. You're welcome, John. Thank you, thank John. You thank you. <laughs>